we're back after a three week. Is it three weeks? Two weeks? It's been all my golden rings at peas when it stings. No, it stings when it pees. Dang it! You failed. No problem, problem. Uh, um, yeah, we're a little bit rusty, guys. Plus, we're on Skype, so you're gonna hear that weird uh, interaction between us. Uh, but if you wanna see our faces, go on that book of faces, which is facebook.com forward slash nerds a podcast, and for Twitch. Uh, Instagram is Nerd Podcast, and uh, our Gmail, where you could write in your questions, concerns, and even a little nice little note, is nerdsapodcast at gmail.com. Now you take it, Aaron, and introduce our guest. <laughs> All right, we have a guest this week. Um, he's been on before, so let me just play a, a little jingle. Reveal What's yourself. happening, guys? It's Seth Meyer. Myers? Is it Myers or Meyer? I always want to say Meyer just so it's different. No, it's with the S. Oh, it's nice. Myers. Okay. Uh, from sir. all of the Who's Next Gaming Network. <laughs> Which you guys it's had uh, yeah, Jester on. You had Jesse on, uh, like, what, two two episodes ago? He's supposed to be on again this Saturday, as a matter of fact. We've been doing uh, kind of a fight night roundup. We was going to talk about some of the Evo stuff that just happened over the weekend. So, uh, yeah, he'll be on again. Uh, me and Jess have been talking a little bit here and there. He's a cool dude. Yeah, he's a really, kinda, around. He's a really so. good dude. Um, he actually just started a new job, so he's... Uh, he told me. Yeah, his and you know he you know him. He doesn't sleep, so he went like yeah. 30 hours with no sleep and worked two times in that 30 hours. <laughs> I don't know how he does it, but... Um, yeah. Just make sure you give your listeners a, a like a little warning before the episode. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's in case right. he goes we, off. We uh we we've had our own incidents with people who are regulars on the episode. It's just it is what it is on that podcast. I'm not too, uh, I'm not big on any of that stuff as long as it's nothing too crazy. That's true. You know, so. Uh, today we've only got uh, Seth and I are going to review the boys, the whole series. Um, Keith just started it, so he'll bail uh, around that time because we're going to spoil the shit out of it. Um, yeah, Aaron spoiled a little bit for me today, and he kind of cringed when uh, he realized he spoiled it. But I don't care about that stuff. But uh, in case you do, then uh, then go ahead and cut out at the end if you haven't watched the whole uh, season yet. Uh, I just started it, so if you're like me and you're a little slow to the game, um, then. Uh, Go ahead and cut out after I leave, then you've, come with me. You've watched a little bit more of the episode, right? I watched the whole first episode, started episode two. Okay, so, mm-hmm. Seth, what I... I don't s- want to spoil it. We'll talk about no, it no, it's later. Fine. All I said, that was the spoiler, because he said, oh, I, I started the first episode, and I'm like, oh, man, we're his girlfriend. And he's like, no, I didn't see anything. I'm like, what? How far did you get? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I literally <laughs> turned it on, and then uh, there was a lot of cursing and... Uh, you can't watch that show with, uh, you know, like people under age around. So, uh, you know, put the kids to bed and don't watch it in public because you'll hear a lot of F-bombs and see a lot of That's gross right. stuff. So it's a uh, superhero show for adults, which yeah. is actually pretty awesome. I'm loving it so far. It's so. a hard R rating, too. Like <laughs> the, the comic is like 10 times worse. Yeah, I was reading the it's, wiki, and uh, it's, yeah, it's crazy. We'll get it. We'll get into it. I've read like forty issues. Like I, I actually read this uh, years back. I had found out about the boys, and I read the comics. 
and the comics are just crazy. And and I was hooked. I, I like Garth Enos. He's the writer. Yeah, uh, I believe he also did. Uh, I believe he did Preacher as well, amongst a number of other things. I know he did a good Punisher Max run. And he did a and, Batman uh, run, right? Um, I want to say he Which did, one? I think he did a Batman run. Uh, keep talking. I'll, I'll find it. Yeah, yeah, he might have done a Batman run as well. But uh, yeah, his stuff tends to be more graphic. In fact, what was interesting is that, uh, and I could say this because it's, it's nothing spoilery. It's nothing about the story at all, Keith. But uh, in the books, he originally pitched the idea for this, for the book series, he wanted it in the DC universe. Nah. So they read his script. They, they read his <laughs> intro and they were like, uh, yeah, fuck no, man. Like, this is not going to be DC appropriate, you know, but they sent him over to, I think like wild, wild storm comics, wild something comics. Yeah. I don't remember exactly the name. And then I think over there, it transferred over to dynamite where it's published at now, which is not currently running anymore. They stopped at 72 issues, but uh, he currently had the idea to do it like super, like um, the main guy, Homelander is supposed to be Superman. Like, <laughs> but uh, I don't know <laughs> well, how, how much, well, see, I don't know how much of that story would have actually been the same if he would have been able to do it in the DC universe. I doubt it would have been like that. I'd assume there might have been different characters, but there definitely would have been crossover with DC characters for sure. I'd assume. Well, there's but, it's uh, a direct uh, aping of basically um, the Justice League. The seven are the Justice League. You yeah. Know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Though he had the DC universe in mind the whole time. Yeah, so you could tell. <laughs> I want to know more about uh, Noir, which we'll 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 talk more about it in a bit. But uh, other than that, we're just going to run through some news. We don't have any new reviews. We don't have any emails. Um, which... We we've been busy playing a couple of games, and uh, I mean, you have a little bit of a review you could do for Fire Fire Emblem Three Houses, which you started. Yeah, I got about twelve hours in. Um, yeah, and I could I could talk about a couple games that I've been playing. So let's get into our weeks. Yeah, it's been. Sorry, that thing's always really slow. I'm not. <laughs> Anyways, um, so Aaron, what have you been up to, man? Well, I got surgery. Uh, that's why we were off the first week because I wasn't doing anything. Um, it was um, I don't know what it was. It was weird, but um. I think it worked. <laughs> it's so so. You uh, you're now a real boy. <laughs> well, for a minute there, I had a tube sticking out of my butt crack, <laughs> and I had to wear maxi pads in my underwear. That was funny. Um, yeah. and then I had to go show my asshole to a bunch of people again. This time, the doctor, when I went to get the tube removed. Uh, he brought in two medical students. They were like two, like twenty-two-year-old kids, a guy and a girl. I was like, "Fucking cool, man!" I was like, "Guess we're all gonna see this shit." And then uh, he's <laughs> well, like, well, "You want to call your mom and your sister too? <laughs> yeah. Come check this out." <laughs> he's like, "They've seen worse." I'm like, "Yeah, but they ain't seen this." And I slapped my ass cheeks because <laughs> I was already naked. Hey, fucking... that should have been the nerds. Uh, that should have been right down Instagram. Man. Yeah, pop that right over there. Well, then he was like, "No, no, no, no." Aaron saves all the good stuff for his own personal. Oh so if you want to follow uh... him on Facebook, he loves <laughs> to post on his own personal. Anyways, uh, when he was going to pull the tube out, he made them walk around the other side. He's like, in case anything shoots out or splashes. I was like, really? (laughs) And then he yanked it out. I didn't even feel it. When he pulled the tube out, did it go? 
<laughs> no, it, I didn't even feel or like he 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 was like one, two, three, but he had already pulled out at like you know one. Uh, because I guess he didn't want me to clench. You know what I mean? Because that would kind of well, be well. At least he pulls out, man. That's just courtesy. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but what was his fingers doing? <laughs> um, well, one of them was just gently, gently cupping my balls. Okay. You know, just, just to keep him out of the way. He has to keep you kind of calm, you know, and that's how you kind of you got to grab the the bull by the horns. No, he was doing that shit. You remember those Chinese balls that used to get that like you (laughs) (laughs) like uh, David Bowie in the labyrinth? Yes, Yes. (laughs) he did that. I have testicular torsion now. Um, No, I mean, it was it was whatever. I the tube was annoying. And then we had a uh, we did a, uh, traveling for work last week, so I was really worried about having to like meet a bunch of you know other people that we work with and whatever that we were going to do <laughs> with a basically a diaper on. But uh, I didn't have to, thank God. So uh, when I was uh, laid up, I watched um, I watched Assault No Brawl on Cell Block Ninety Nine. Uh, and uh, dragged across the pavement or dragged across concrete. And they're both by the same director, uh, and they both have Vince Vaughn in them. But the dragged across concrete had Mel Gibson in it as well. That was from last year. And they're both yeah, really I think good. We talked about that last episode. I know it's starting to blur since we haven't been on. Okay. Uh, but, uh, okay. You, talk, you touched a little bit um, about that. But mainly, I mean, you, you watch a ton of anime. Yeah, I watch a ton of anime, mostly Naruto, and uh, I'm never caught, heard of it. Caught up on Black Clover. Uh, I started Fire Force, uh, which is pretty cool. I really like the art, but it's a little goofy. Um, and I started Doctor Stone. I watched the first episode of that, and that's pretty cool too. But I like to and Nana Pratt's been uh, giving you a bunch more to watch too. Yeah, uh, guests, our friend Kagen Ashura just came out on Netflix. I'm probably fucking that up because I'm not looking at the name, but. It looks cool, but it's the bad art style from um, Baki. Like when it turns 3D, it's like the whole time it's that. So I'm kind of nervous, but everyone's saying it's really good. It's it's another Baki style fighting anime, but with an actual story that like is worth paying attention to. Um, and other than that, um, I got Fire Emblem last Friday uh, or two Fridays ago. I'm sorry, and uh, played that. You know, uh, again while we were, you know, out of well, you're breaking up. I don't know what you just said. I didn't say anything. It uh, was just uh, it was just chopping up. Okay. Um, Go but ahead. yeah, you've been playing Fire Emblem. Uh, you've been playing it pretty uh, nonstop. Um, did I tell you about the uh, the girl at my local uh, pet superstore where she was like so excited and she like took off work and everything. She's trying to get me to play, but that ain't my style. I told her about you. Yeah, she, she said she had already put like forty hours in. Dude, it's insane. She took awful work and then uh, to like on launch day uh, to go, and then I saw her on like Saturday or or Sunday. It was like I was doing the math. There's like not even forty hours in that day, or like in that yeah. time span. Yeah. Uh, is oh, it the oh, one crazy. at the Petco? Sorry, this is weird, but is it a girl that has like a Triforce tattoo at the Petco? I don't know. I don't know if she has a tattoo or not. She just sees my shirts and talks about games. 
Yeah, there was just a g- at the Petco. I used to go over there. There's a there's a girl with a Triforce tattoo, so I assumed it was her. <laughs> Making assumptions. Don't, ass- don't assume my Triforce. Yeah, she actually already played. Uh, she has like a uh, 140 hours in Breath of the Wild. Jesus, I know that's like uh, you RPG people are insane. I don't know how you sink that much time. Me, I'm just happy to get a couple laps in uh, on uh, Grand Grand Turismo. Uh, well, so I think those crazy hours in when I was younger, but man, not not today, bro. You yeah. you almost beat uh Sekido in like less than a month, right, dude? Uh, can we yeah. talk about that? Sure, we... you. You are like, I don't play that game, right? But I love watching, like, coming across like a good like uh like your clips on like either Facebook or Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah. Because it is insane. Like, it, I'm not gonna play because I know, like, I'll probably never be as good as you. But like, it, it is like you could appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like, you have total control. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do a style where, like, um, so when I play Bloodborne and stuff, there is a lot more of you running around for your moments and stuff. With Sekiro, I like that. I like get right in the boss's face and just deflect, 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 get my attacks. There was only one boss that really I just could not do that with, and that was the the, the ape. The yeah, ape the guardian the ape is the... Time. He's the I loved ball. watching that fight with you, though. Yeah, like, he, he was a lot of running around, watching him, you know, watching his farts, slinging his shit at me and stuff like that. <laughs> it was a bit of that, but... um I tell you what was pretty dope though is when I finally beat him the first time, he just sits there and his body's just like lifeless. And all of a sudden you just you're like waiting around, like, wait, like maybe a cutscene or something. And all of a sudden he just gets up and he grabs his head and then he's holding his head and he grabs the sword I just used to cut his head off. And then boom, another round. And you gotta fight him again. And it's like, oh shit! And I just, I kind of like the way they did that. They had the pause, and they hit you with it. Um, there's a lot of boss battles that are just really fun to do. It's a lot of like timing, and like you, you learn their their method. You learn their methods. You learn the, their attacks and things like that. And it's just a memorization game, really. Once you learn their style and everything, you can really stand in their face and just deflect, deflect. And there's a few that feel more like a Bloodsborne battle. Like I think the last clip i put up was the demon of hatred and uh he's like um he's not supposed to be a, uh, you don't have to fight him but he's like people say he's the hardest boss in the game uh my brother tells me the last boss is and i'm fighting the last boss right now i'm at the last boss i haven't beat him yet because i've been busy with a lot of different things and all that and uh but i've gotten at least up to his second of four forms and to be honest he doesn't he doesn't really feel that hard so I don't know, maybe his other forms they might amp up in difficulty. But I heard his last form is real easy. So I mean, unless the third form is something crazy, uh, Demon of Hatred was probably one of the hardest. But I, I actually think I had a harder time with the Guardian Eight for some reason. It was just so, something about that I just couldn't get. So where where can people check out these videos of you playing? Uh, who's next GE uh, that you go at that that's my Instagram uh, who's next gaming entertainment that's Facebook or you can go to you know who's next and I have links to all my social media as where all those videos are and you can check those out for sure so yeah just remember like to it, add, 
No, I'm I'm loving it. Just make sure you add gaming because who's next.com is uh Goldberg's website. Yeah, I know. I've seen his podcast pop up, but he don't really put nothing out anymore. So I've kind of made it above his in the search now because I'm pretty consistent with putting stuff out. So but yeah, that's true. Oh Goldberg. Uh so I should probably talk about Fire Emblem real quick. <laughs> yeah, it's is the professor, because uh, like I saw a meme saying, like, who let these hoes in, is that something that they really say in Fire Emblem, or is that just a meme? What do you mean? Uh, is like, who, uh, I saw, like, something online where, uh, where the, like, the purple hair guy, I don't know, remember, I don't play, um, was, uh, was talking about hoes in the hallway. Oh, uh, no, I think someone named themselves hoes, probably. Uh, oh, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, so it's Fire Emblem. I mean, it's just like any of the ones on uh, the 3DS or any of the Fire Emblems ever, really. Um, except in this one, you get to walk around like uh, the monastery, which is like a big school type Hogwarts type thing that you kind of open up and it expands as you kind of go through the game. So it's got like a persona e like weekly and month system where you're like you have days you have to do shit and you can pick one thing to do every day and i hate those things they kind of stress me out but in this it's not as like you only have this chance it's not just a school year you can just do it forever i'm sure um but i like it so far i mean it's you know it's a fire emblem on a switch you can't really beat that i can play it on my tv finally um i played it on the plane i played it in the hotel room you know travel mode is pretty cool for this kind of game, because it's not graphically intense, you know. Um, I haven't beaten it, so I don't really want to put a score on it. But um, right now, it's probably sitting at like a four, you know, playing as, as I've played so far. Uh, All right, not bad, four out of five. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you seem to be into it. You're reading everything. Uh, you know, you're not just jumping through the cutscenes. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to read everything or let it talk to me, but. The voices are kind of annoying, and I didn't change it to Japanese, so, you know, I read faster than they talk, so I just go through it that way, but um, it's, the story's weird, you're just like this guy, and then they're like, you're a teacher now, and you become a teacher. You're like a mercenary with uh, this guy who's like, used to work with the church, um, but I don't know, I'm a teacher now, and you can romance all the students, so it's kind of weird. Um, as, as far as I know you can because you can romance everybody in the other games so I'm assuming you can because you can kind of raise their um, their like charm I don't know the word, like their relationship with you um, their bond uh, and I think eventually you can kind of marry anyone but it's good it's good I'm going to keep plugging away I mean I'm moving this weekend uh, that's the last thing I'll say I did was uh, last Friday I closed on my house so I'm officially a homeowner uh, and this last sunday i've painted uh the living room and both bedrooms and then somehow in that i worked out my thighs really hard because i've been like walking creepy weird the last two days like they hurt so damn bad um but yeah congrats man thank you so i got a house now we're gonna have a new dedicated podcast room basically um yeah yeah so hopefully we have no more downtime we can get in there and uh record and Technically, we're I'm going to be right by our job, so we could record early. Like we could record right after work, 
uh, on days, you know, on, on your weeks. And that way we're both done pretty early. Maybe, maybe. We'll uh, see. Or, I mean, whatever. Or we can always Skype. It doesn't matter. A little inside baseball. Um, but, yeah, I'm like five minutes from work, which is really cool. Hell today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we got a lot of Apex in. We're enjoying season two. Um, you guys frustrate the shit out of me with your talking. <laughs> Dude, uh, Seth, just so you know, uh, Keith rage quit our group, our Discord and everything. Like He left everything. <laughs> I turned the computer off. <laughs> <laughs> because Brian and I, were t- Brian from the Comic Slobs, uh, and I were talking about Naruto to him the entire time. <laughs> Dude, the, w- the, re- the reason why I did, because I've had this problem before where they start yelling at each other, but I'm like in a one-on-one match and I need to hear where the person's coming from. And literally, mm. I'm not good, you know, because I just started playing on PC. Uh, so I'm, I'm not great by any means. So I need every little slice of help that I could get. And headphones is a huge help for me. Um, and, uh, and in the last match where I quit, uh, Aaron was down like in a valley and I'm on top and he's getting attacked, but I saw someone attacking from up top. So I started to go towards him. Well, they ran down the hill and kind of ran like around me and they, they, I knew they're a little bit above me. So I raced above me and then they started screaming again. And I couldn't hear where the steps were coming from. And, of course, I empty like a full clip into the guy. He doesn't die. And then I die. So I just had about had enough. And I was last time I played. So I think I'm done. I'm I'm living a different life now. So if Aaron's done with his week, I'm going to talk about my, my new gaming style, which is all solo games. These are all 100% solo games where you don't play with friends anymore. Because fuck friends. Um... Tropical Freeze, I'm on World 2. Um, I'm really liking it as my like mobile game to go on my Switch. I it's hard. Game, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good, though, man. In fact, this, uh, that game is massive, too. Like, you could beat that game and still miss a ton of levels. Like, because I was amazed at how much they put in that game. Like, Nintendo, they do it, man. Uh, like, Zelda, that, Donkey Kong, and Mario, they just put so much in these games, and there's no extra DLC. It's just the game. Here you go. There's a bunch of shit to do. I don't need any extra DLC. When when you have, yeah. when, when you're going through one level and you got, like, two to three checkpoints, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a big Donkey Kong side-scrolling level. Um, mm-hmm. And like you said, it, you could go back and play the game and unlock the full maps, but, like, you you can miss a lot of stuff and i yeah i'm dying a lot like you have I to learn you have to learn jump patterns and uh you have to figure out bosses and you know it's not just a kid's game yeah it's kid friendly but like you have yeah. to figure it out i was um, kind of surprised by the difficulty as well when playing it i thought it'd be more of a simple breeze and i was like whoa this is actually it's challenging i i like this like it and in the beginning too it, it doesn't wait until the end to get challenging you're right yeah there there's like a level or two that will sneak up on you and next thing you know you know you're you're sinking in like 20 lives <laughs> yeah, yeah i've done it too i did it too man like yeah it is it, good though it's just easy to get lives in in those games because you're like collecting yes. puzzle pieces and Kong pieces and bananas and balloons and there's a million ways to get lives. So like you know you could always keep trying. Because yeah. I haven't got to zero lives yet. I don't know what happens. Maybe I'd get to start over or something. I don't know. Speaking of that, I remember you saying before you played this. I think a while back 
earlier episodes. You ever beat Cuphead? You ever played that through? I never played it all the way through because um, mm. I I could sink like an hour or two into like one level and beat it like one by one. I'm mm. not gonna play it for the Switch. I'm not gonna take it with me. Um, yeah. And that's a frustrating game when you're playing with a friend too. So fuck that. I'm not playing that. I I play with my my son and my son's like you know he's seven. So like basically he played with me and he actually do better than i thought but he'd always die and so then i just have to beat the boss by myself yeah <laughs> but it is but, it is a little more difficult with somebody especially the uh the side scrolling levels that are not just the boss fights those yeah. ones are hard with two players yeah it's really hard with two players um you know especially the side scrolling like you said but uh there's also more hits when you play as two player on the bosses, especially on the uh, like not playing like the the easy mode, but the, but the normal. Um, yeah, you got to play normal if you want to fight the devil at the end, though. Oh, you do? Okay, that's awesome. Uh, but uh, you yeah, have, I, you you can play it easy and do all the bosses up into King Dice and the Devil. At that so, point, they're gonna ask for your soul contracts, and if you don't have soul contracts, the only way you get soul contracts is by playing it on normal. Huh. Okay. Well, is it they're taking this game to the next level cuz now now you know like this is a game that like literally was on like one of the E3s and we saw like just a snippet of it. It like wasn't even a full trailer. It was like one of those like mixed between other game trailers. And then now the game came out it has a huge cult following. They're going to get a second game and uh what like a Netflix TV show or some kind of TV show? Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So I, I I love it. I mean, the soundtrack is great. I I love the animation. Um, I really should get back into it, but I'm playing all these other games like uh, Katamari Reroll. Uh, started it um, on the Switch on our trip. Um, it's just taking it down, you know, uh, from the beginning from Katamari and trying to remember the story. Uh, so you know, it's been so long since the original came out on PS2. Yeah, he so, put it just on. A lot of- he put on the plane with the fucking music on real loud. Already, the two people in front of us hated me because I was trying to make Keith look at a girl's butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I like that laugh, too. He's like, I'm trying to make Keith look at a butt. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the intro, you know, na, 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 Anyway, it's a it's a great game, great soundtrack. It's an awesome port on the Switch. Uh, I learned I learned something valuable on, on the Switch, uh, w- which is kind of cool. Uh, where where the games that don't require as much memory use a smaller memory card, and that's why a lot of them are cheaper. So like Katamari Reroll is this older game, doesn't require as much memory. Uh, you know, uh, so a smaller card. Uh, so that's why that game you know gets launched a little bit cheaper. And games like uh, you know mario odyssey and things like that are bigger games on bigger cards and never really go down it's not just all about proprietary uh you know nintendo games it's also uh, now the hardware that comes into play um that was a tip for your tip there you go another game that i'm playing a uh, single player uh which is a, a great game I'm, i used to play hours and hours is initial d special stage uh, that's an import game from uh, Japan where I have to use my uh, Swap Magic Edition uh, PS2 Slim. Uh, and I started streaming the other day. I don't know if you guys saw me or not pop up. Uh, I spent a, I spent a, if you think that I'm like walking away from the game and letting it play, 
I'm reading the conversions of the menu because the whole game is, is in Japanese. Um, what, but, else, uh, uh, what else do you say every time you <laughs> play that game? <laughs> Uh, I use the corners to turn, or I use the ditch to turn. There you go. He kept saying that as he was driving over the fucking lines in the road that are telling you you're running off the road. He's like, I use the ditch to turn. When we're driving around North Carolina. I was like, you got um, to use the ditch to turn me into a corpse. <laughs> well, I was kind of trolling Aaron back because he kept talking about Naruto and was like, let me tell you a story about my father. And then I would do the same thing, but I was like, let me tell you a story about my father. He's a tofu maker, and I deliver tofu. <laughs> um, but I'm having a lot of fun with that. I, I really want to get the uh, the wheel back out and uh, stream kind of the whole setup, but I'm still getting my bearings back. I'm, I, you know, I, I love Initial D, and I love uh, Initial D games. So a lot of fun. Check me out on a uh, on a Twitch, a Twitch stream. I don't really post when I'm putting it up. I'll just go and throw it up. Uh, Nerds of Podcast on Twitch. As for other games, I picked up uh, Gran Turismo. I'm on this driving kick right now uh, where uh, just trying to relax, drive, and race and do things I can't do in my little uh, 90 horsepower hybrid Honda Insight I got. So I'm living <laughs> the dream driving my uh, my GTR, uh, my Skyline, you know, through, uh, through the Skyline. He also drifts his... Um... His insight <laughs> just drifts into the wrong lanes while he's driving. <laughs> I drift in Tokyo drift. No man, I drift into the HOV lane and uh, get great grass mileage. That's <laughs> what I drift into. Um, <laughs> but I did pre-order uh, the new uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare because they have a uh, a beta coming out, which I really want to test and stream and play. Um, so uh, you know, look forward to that. Uh, there is a steel book edition. There's also like a special edition with night night goggles, uh, which is very aggressive. I should have got those. <laughs> man. I, should, I should have got those and started peeking in your win, in your window, Aaron. Oh my god! You Could would you imagine hearing me fun. snoring and Kelsey snoring <laughs> and Lulu snoring. <laughs> the whole house snoring, just rumbling. By the way, there's but, a fucking dead duck in the bushes right outside of my bathroom window, and it smells so bad and you know we don't have them you can't even get it because like you have like all those like cactuses cacti well Um, it's just disgusting there's like a billion flies like i don't know what happened but this duck is destroyed yeah i mean you have a million ducks kind of walking down your street so whether they're not dying in the bushes or or they're dying in the streets I gave uh, my neighbor a bunch of, like, my old DVDs and shit that I'm just giving, you know, getting rid of, old books and stuff. And so he was like, I'll go try to get rid of it tonight. (laughs) He's going to cook that thing, dude. You better be careful, man. Is that the neighbor who uh, sits outside and plays uh, mobile games? No, the other one that plays with him. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, one of your neighbors is, like, top-ranked mobile PUBG. Yeah, he's, like, uh, platinum... Platinum on third person, Platinum 2, and then Diamond 3 on first person. I don't know how many Diamond levels there are, but Diamond's the top, I think, in PUBG. So, I mean, that's crazy. Got to be good at something. Yeah. On mobile. <laughs> on fucking mobile. <laughs> the dude's never played it on console or or computer. On mobile. 
Do you play? Uh, I don't really know. Do you actually play people on like consoles and computers when you're playing mobile, or are you just playing other mobile players? I don't know. I would assume they only do mobile because it would be such a handicap, right? Yeah, that's what I would think too. But I don't know. Some people are crazy. Yeah, yeah this guy's crazy. Plays every night. Uh, those are really <laughs> good because I could hear him getting kills. <laughs> yeah. uh, I. The thing is, like, the voice chat, because he plays with people, right? Well, he plays with the guy next to him. Yeah, he plays with people. I hear Dang. him talking. They got girls in their group. They got, like, uh, I think they all play together. And then there's, like, a girl that always plays with them and another dude whose voice I don't know. Because it's, like, three of them all play out there. And I, I don't know how many are in a group in PUBG, but it'll be, like, another two voices. No, so it's two of them playing out there, and there's another two voices, a girl and a guy I don't know. So. Dude, you gotta the, get that dopamine some kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just just mobile gaming, first person shooters or shooters in general, uh, is like I I can't fathom it. You know, I, I can't even think about it. I can't do mobile gaming at all. The only thing I could do with mobile gaming is I have gone back and played. Like I've dicked around with like Final Fantasy six, Final Fantasy seven, and Chrono Trigger. I could play those on my phone. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's a lot of just menu option clicking and stuff. And I actually played a good bit of Chrono Trigger on my phone, and it was nice. Like, I, I didn't mind doing it in that way, you know. But other than that, nah. Hmm. Yeah, well, I can't do it. I can only play, like, um, puzzle games or, like, you know, Candy Crush shit when I don't play any of that stuff. But those are the only things, like, they're easy. You just, like, slide shit around, yeah. you know. But that's all I got for for my week, and I know we got a ton of news uh, to go. But you know, why not uh, go through like Seth a little bit? You know, you could touch back on what you've been playing other than uh, Sekiro. Um, sure. Yeah. Well, we already hit up Sekiro. Uh, actually, I've been reading. Uh, I've opened up my podcast to where now we cover like more movies and games. I mean, movies and comics as well as games. I've kind of been doing one week movies and comics, one week games. So I've been reading a lot of comics. So I've read The Boys, which me and Aaron are going to get into later. Um, I read uh, the only one issue came out, but it's pretty big. It's the Batman: The Last Night on Earth. Have you heard of that? No. It's pretty cool. It's um, Batman comes across a crime. Somebody is like once a day making chalk marks all around Gotham City. And he realizes from some satellite image that it's actually a picture of him. It's a picture of Batman drawn across Gotham City. And Crime Alley is at the heart of this picture. So he runs over there seeing what's going on and he gets shot in the back of the head. Wakes up and he's in the sale asylum and his doctor, his nurses and everybody are all his villains. Like Joker is actually just a normal dude. and But he looks like Joker. And... Two Face and all this kind of stuff, and he's in this hosp- hospital. And he wakes up to all this kind of madness, and uh, it comes out. I don't want to give too much spoilers, but it just it evolves from there into him realizing he's actually at the end of the world, and um, he's basically the last night on earth in a sense. Uh, they they got things like Wonder Woman rocking a mohawk, and um, there's like uh, him. He's basically wearing the suit. Uh, him in the Sail Asylum. That's his like bat suit with like a cape on it and everything. It's pretty wild. It's a uh, Scott Snyder, the writer. Greg Capullo's the artist, and it's a it's a pretty cool. It's just a different kind of story. 
and uh, it's, it's it's pretty dope. Um, we talked about it in the podcast. Uh, definitely suggest that's a good read. Um, and then uh, I actually came across. We're going to discuss in another episode. I came across the script for um, shit. What's his name? It was a Spider-Man script back in the nineties. Uh, from I'm spacing on his name right now. Who's the director of Titanic? And James um, Cameron. James Cameron. Have y'all ever heard of that, that script that he wrote for Spider-Man? No. So apparently he wrote a script for Spider-Man in the 90s, and I and I actually went and read read a good bit of it, and I, want, I really want to get into it on the next podcast episode I'm doing. And uh, it's pretty wild. Uh, apparently he wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger to be Sandman in this oh, script. Oh, God. Um, he wanted, you know the kid uh, from T2? Terminator 2 to play John Connor? Yeah, um, Edward Furlong. Edward Furlong. He was going to be Spider-Man in the script. That's who he had envisioned for it. It was a darker Spider-Man. Like, there was some weird shit in it. Like, Spider-Man gets bit, and he has this psychedelic nightmare trip after his spider bite. And he starts seeing, like, these, like, spider creatures and monsters and shit. Some weird shit that he kind of describes in there. Um, And then the spider bite makes him more animalistic. To where, like, he starts, like, following Mary Jane around, and he's, like, watching her in her window undress and shit like that. And uh, later on, there's a scene where he fucks Mary Jane in the spider web above the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck and, was... Uh, there's, also, there's also some F-bombs dropped in this movie as well. Um, the main villain was going to be Shocker. And the Shocker was, like, uh, the Midas touch... I don't know if you ever, like, you know, the, when you touch everything, turns to gold. Mm-hmm. But with Shocker, if he touches anything, he electrocutes it. So there's this weird scene because he's he, he gets it 10 years earlier. They do a flashback 10 years earlier to now. And with this electric power, basically, he could just hack everything. And he's, like, the richest dude around and stuff like that. And, like, there's this weird scene where he's just, like, calls this girl over to him. And she unrobes and she's in this like rubber suit and he starts touching her and like you see electricity running across the rubber suit. And then like he kisses her and she's like, no, no, no. And he kisses her and she like basically dies and he like unzips her rubber suit and shocks her again and brings her back to life. It's weird wow, shit that's that he had dark. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a dark, it's a very dark script. And like Sandman is actually like his like lackey. Basically, like, uh, and that's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, apparently. And uh, yeah, it's a weird script, man. There's a lot of weird stuff, but it was it was interesting though because some of the vibes he was going for with it, he was he was trying to make a more grounded, realistic Spider-Man, where Spider-Man realizes that being the good guy is never that easy. So, like, there was a thing where he saves this woman from getting beat by her husband. But then the woman turns around and starts beating the shit out of Spider-Man and starts smacking him with like a frying pan and shit because Spider-Man was like punching her husband. And he's like, what the fuck? I, you know, I'm trying to save you and shit. And he just realizes sometimes some people don't want to be saved. So there was these weird themes hmm. in there that was it was it was interesting. If you ever come across the script, I, I would say give it a read. And there's actually some things that Sam Raimi took from that script. Like the uh, him when he got bit, he generates the webbing biologically. Basically, that was in the Cameron script. 
and Sam Raimi took that over. Hmm. Um, there's a bit about the flash fight and some of the details of the flash fight in the script are kind of similar to how the flash fight went down in uh, and, Sam Raimi's movie. Yeah. Man. So yeah, there's, there's some, there's some differences and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, that's something. When that did he write this? It was like late nineties. It was supposed to be before Sam Raimi did his in the two thousands. So um, I'm not exactly sure the exact year, I'd assume he was wanting this movie to come out by like 98, 99. I, I'm thinking it felt like maybe 97 from some of the stuff I've read about the timing. Because, I mean, Spider-Man came out in what? The Sam Raimi's was like 2001, 2002? Uh, was it somewhere like that? 2002 or th- three. Mm, I think Spider-Man 2 is like 2003 or four. So it might have been 2000 for the first. Uh, hold on. Yeah. I just, I well, just basically... Found- I just found the the script on scriptorama.com. Yeah, that's where I found it too. So basically, uh, from what I've heard, some of the stuff I've read, the movie didn't get made because uh, for the most part, it sounds like because he didn't get the budget. They were only wanting to give him $50 million to make the movie. And he was like, no, 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 I need like $200 million or something like that. He wanted a bigger budget. It was 2002, by the way. Okay, okay. So yeah, I would say maybe late, it's late 90s, maybe 97, 98. I mean, if you wrote the script, by the time it came out, I'd assume it was set to come out before, uh, like, uh, Sam Raimi's version did. So I, I'm a guessing around there because of that. But um, but it, it was there was a money issue why it didn't get made. And then I also, part of it was, too, his script was pretty dark. I'd assume if he got greenlit, though, they would make him lighten up some stuff. But then it's James Cameron, so I don't know if he would have played ball like that. So I don't know. It's it's pretty pretty bizarre, but it's an interesting read if you uh, just got the time to like reading something. Oof. It's uh, there's definitely some stuff there. I gotta say, Arnold Schwarzenegger in any superhero movie is an automatic no for me. Yeah, I know, and I would think this he was going to cast Arnold in a superhero movie after Batman and Robin. Like he, it have to. So, I don't know if that would have sat well either. So, but exactly, again, I don't. I think it only got to the script phase. It didn't get far enough to the actual writing, like uh, to the production. So I'd assume at that point, like nobody was set in stone to act. There were just people he had in mind. That was those were the rumors at least. So uh, other than that, the last thing is I kicked off a new podcast. The movie so bad they're good. And I've been watching some pretty shitty movies. <laughs> what do you uh, got so far? The, the ones we've covered so far, Samurai Cop. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, so Miami was, Connection. So what, you ran out of video game movies, so now you no, moved on to just shitty movies? <laughs> I actually am still doing the video game Losing Lives, but I've just kind of consolidated my podcast. So a lot of that stuff is going over to uh who's next i'm just doing all under one channel who's next gaming again one week i do movies and comics one week i'm doing games so i'm doing (laughs) it that way uh what happened was one of the guys on my podcast started a facebook group with a friend of his out in texas and it's called movies so bad they're good uh it's about cult classics and bad movies and all the kind of different things under that genre and they got like three thousand followers right now and they're growing strong and uh pretty active just guys really like you know, these bad cult type movies or whatever. And so they say, Hey, look, why don't we do a podcast with it? Kind of tie it in with the group. So I say, yeah, sure. I wouldn't mind opening up to doing a bunch of other weirder movies. And so, cause actually it's something I've been talked about before with one of the guys on my podcast, Ryan. 
So we opened up and did that. And uh, I saw the worst movie in my life. It's uh, called Fateful Findings. It's by Neil Breen. Oh, God. Definitely Any... the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Have you seen it? Have you heard about this? No, but anything Neil Breen is insane. Like, that guy oh, yes. is delusional. He, it, But you know what? It was hilarious. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. It's worth a watch with friends. Don't do it by yourself because that's just like punching yourself in the dick. It's not fun for anybody. But if you watch it with friends and stuff, y'all joke on it and things like that. I get the I get the appeal. The shit is bonkers. And the best part of the movie is the ending. Like the ending of that movie where people just like like five people commit suicide for the dumbest shit. Like it's it's weird. It's it's but it's hilarious. So yeah, Neil Breen, man, fucking insane. I've he stepped into a, his world. I've seen his mind. He did a Sasquatch movie. Um, Red Letter Media, they they cover a lot of his shit. Um, or you know they'll do yeah, Best yeah. of the Worst, and he's been on their couple. I think he's been on Best. I think they've had him on actually. Uh, really? But yeah, he's his movies are insane. They are yeah, in he, the. He's the actor too, right? Yeah. Oh, he's the actor, writer, producer, director. Like apparently, he's an architect. I guess he's done well for himself and he fancies himself a filmmaker. So he like self stars in all his movies and he's like always the hero in his movies. Like it was a weird movie where like faithful findings, he finds some kind of rock with a childhood friend. And then like later he's an adult, he gets hit by a car and wakes up in the hospital and goes home and then just starts like typing on a computer and the edits are bizarre. <laughs> it's just straight cuts to just like in the hospital. All of a sudden, he's in an office room typing. And he's like, I'm writing a book. I'm writing a book. <laughs> and it's like cut to his wife popping popping pain pills and shit. Like, why are you always doing this? Cut to him in the office. I'm hacking the government. I'm hacking the government. And it's like, wait a second. You just said you're writing a book. Now you're uh, hacking the government. No, it was a cover. It's, it was a cover. Oh, yeah, that's what it was supposed <laughs> to be. But it's the edits in this movie are hard cuts to nonsense. Cut to the end of the movie where he's like, I've got all the secrets from the government people and I'm going to tell everybody. And then like he's dude walks up. I'm the president of the bank and all my secrets are out. And then he puts a gun to his head and he shoots it. But it's the little fire, like a small like thing you would grab off of like fo- like um, when you do the video editing and whatever they have there. Is oh, the, yeah. The thing to use like a little fire like pow, and then it's just cut to somebody else. And he's like, I'm the president of insurance <laughs> and all my stuff is coming out. <laughs> it's hilarious. I'll send you a link. I strongly suggest you watch this. It's just like a couple minutes. You'll laugh your ass off, I swear to God. I lo- but anyways, that's it. I love all the movie posters. It. It's like him on the poster and then like yeah. just a bunch of words and fonts. Like Neil Breen's insane. He's he's insane. That dude there, like the guy hyped it up, this is the worst movie you're ever gonna see. You know, I'm like, man, Samurai Cop was pretty bad. You know, Miami Connection was pretty rough. Uh Dolomite was another one we watched. And he's like, No, 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 oh, Neil dude, Breen. Dolomite is fucking bad. How dare you? Dolomite and the Human Tornado are some of the best movies ever, dude. Don't look; they're they're so bad they're good. But dude, Dolomite, yes, it has that good cult following, bro. All right, but 
you watch that fucking movie and some of the shit that just happens, like the dude triple homicide goes to jail. Two hours later, he's out on bail. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is the 70s. You're suspected of a triple homicide and you go out on bail like in two hours. And then the movie opens up with him in prison because the cops got him for drugs or whatever. And it was, you know, they, the cops, they, they planted it on him. The movie opens with Queen B, the chick that runs his prostitution ring, and the warden. The warden of the prison saying, we're going to let you out of jail to find, your, to find the guy who killed your nephew. When has the warden been the person that let you out of prison? What about like, when he's legally? What about when he's fucking the the girl and she's screaming the house on the hill in Pasadena? <laughs> <laughs> no, what was amazing is he goes up on one girl. He's like, "Girl, I'm gonna fuck the shit out of you!" Slaps her in the fucking face and proceeds to just fuck the shit out of her and like the camera movements in that shit was so intense it was the most bizarre sex scene i've ever seen now is it, it is wild is dolomite the one or is it human tornado where they have him jump up onto a balcony but they just reverse the shot of him jumping down <laughs> no that's got to be human tornado oh, and I, I haven't seen that one but he dolomite does, didn't have that he does more karate in the human tornado <laughs> He does some karate, but in but in uh, Dolomite, all his hoes are, have been trained in martial arts, so they all know karate. So all his hoes fight with karate, and then he fights with karate. Dolomite's the one at the end where he rips out Willie Green's heart. He does like a quick like <laughs> chest yeah, grab and yeah. rips out his heart. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, I love those. It's movies. crazy. Uh, I like hey, look, he... they're they're fun. I say they're bad, but they are fun to watch, and that's why we do the podcast. And and they're fun to watch. So is uh, I don't mean to like shit shit on it. Is yeah, Dolomite but... the one where you hear some of his comedy too, where he says, uh, "I I got done fucking my wife, and I told her to go make me some food." And she came back with a bowl of lettuce and some carrots. And I said, bitch, what the fuck is this shit? And she said, you fuck like a rabbit. Might as well eat like one, too. Nah. <laughs> nah, that's not that's not Dolomite. Dolomite's the one where they actually filmed a heroin addict called Burger Pimp. <laughs> yeah, I remember Burger Pimp. Ordering, he's ordering burgers. <laughs> and then we actually see him shoot himself up with heroin, which I still believe that I actually witnessed a guy shooting up heroin like for real i don't think that was acting but in uh in queen bee's club uh you can see the boom mic come down like two times oh you see it like a quarter of the movie yeah quarter of the movie there's a thing in the hospital you see the boom mic in the bottom left (laughs) like a lot of queen bee's like scenes like that the boom mics like one of the guys we do watch parties on the on the facebook group well they do and uh, we were watching on the watch party and, you know, people can chat and talk and all that shit. And uh, one of the guys was like, dude, my favorite character is the boom mic. And I was like, you're fucking right. It's the best <laughs> character in the movie. <laughs> he pops up everywhere. So Dolomite is going to come out with a uh, movie called Dolomite is my name. This year we should see it. Yeah, uh, Eddie Murphy. With Eddie Murphy, Wesley Snipes. Wait, I'm sorry. Uh, there's a new Dolomite coming out? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not... I can't tell if it's new because like the only description on I IMDb it's a remake in a sense, but it's going to be kind of like its own thing at the same time. Yeah. Cause you know, when Hollywood shuts him out, multi-talented Rudy Ray Moore strikes out on his own to make the 1975 yeah. uh, film Dolomite. So I think it's about, um, you know, the making of Dolomite 
uh, oh, and everything so it's like, like a documentary that. type thing. Yeah, but like a documentary hmm. comedy drama style uh, movie hmm. with uh, Keegan Michael Peel, Chris Rock. There's a lot of uh, you know, yeah, there's a, lot a lot of comedy of in this. Ti. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be a good one to see. So, but yeah, that's my week. That's that's my week. So, uh, if y'all want to check out movies so bad they're good, it's a new podcast. We got rocking. Appreciate it. Awesome, man. Well, let's get in the news because uh, we've been going for like an hour, and uh, you guys in the in touch on the subject of uh, the boys. So yeah, we're gonna get into it. Well, before we do, let's go over the news. Uh, Venom Two, uh, Ulysses Claw is now uh, slotted as their as uh, Sony Marvel director uh, for the sequel for Venom. Andy what are you guys' thoughts on that? Andy Circus is his name. You didn't even say his name. And he's Gollum, thank you very much. <laughs> he is Gollum. Uh, I, I'm, I'm okay with it. I mean, whatever. He's really good at CG acting, so hopefully he can direct, uh, you know, uh, Venom's uh, animation well. You know what I mean? If I, I know Carnage is going to be in it. And hopefully we get some Spider-Man, because it would be cool if, if they bridged that into the actual Spider-Man universe. Fix that wig. Yeah, fix God, fix the wig. Fix that wig. That's the first thing to do, man. <laughs> have him fucking take it off. Like, have him be like, ah, oh, this wig. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Have him put on Andy Circus's real hair and just dye, <laughs> just dye that red, and then that's Carnage's real hair, dude. That's uh, it. Hey, I'm on board for that. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, Venom One was fun. I don't think it should have been a Venom movie. Just make an alien movie because he doesn't even do Venom stuff. He doesn't web swing very much. Like he doesn't, you know, he just kind of climbs walls and he uses his web kind of. Twice? Oh my gosh, he he was professor, uh, not professor. He he was uh, Snoke in the Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I mm-hmm. mean, he he's uh, Caesar from uh, War of the Planet of the Apes. So yeah, all of them. He's Caesar, thing, man. He's Caesar in all of them. Yeah, he's he's the best uh, like CG actor there is, and he's a good mm-hmm. regular actor. It's just he's really good at. Uh, emoting facial animations and stuff like that yeah that'd be good for venom yeah that'd be good <sighs> yeah they need they need all the help they could get on that yeah um i mean this other news is kind of controversial but it's uh kind of funny aaron and i talked about it a little bit uh today but uh but the fact that trump is blaming the shooting in texas to video games yeah even though the yeah. the shooter basically said i'm doing this <laughs> for trump he wanted to stop the invasion the the you know the migrant invasion uh which is what the rhetoric has been i mean whatever it's it is what it is they always try to blame it's not only that i mean just look around all the other countries that have video games and then look at their mass murder rates compared to ours and i think that kind of speaks for themselves that it's not games yeah look at japan you think people run around with samurai swords on you know for real no man (laughs) No. Um, yeah, it's bullshit. Fuck him. Uh, it, it's kind of crappy, but uh, the the coolest thing I saw when I was pulling up like you know some of the news, uh, IGN uh, right next to their logo, they uh, they have like a donate button uh, for the victims uh, right on their uh, right on their site. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, 
Um, Wait, you know, did you see? So I think Twitch is doing a a uh, stream and everything too. Did you see yeah, that? Good. Neil deGrasse Tyson said something stupid uh, about you know whatever being Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. And fucking yeah, Smash same. Mouth, <laughs> Smash Mouth's official Twitter just wrote, "Fuck you." There's your data. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was kind of surprised Neil said something like that like uh i mean i get what point he was trying to make but it's really not the time yeah, to make that point and not neil the fucking has day after. always been yeah yeah neil's always been somebody who tries to stay out of those big controversial things like that like i remember hearing him in an interview talk about why he doesn't really talk about politics and stuff and he's like well i'm an educator and if i start taking one side i completely alienate another side from learning anything that i have to teach so i try to just stay out of things like that to to reach as many people as possible i thought it was a smart thing to say for somebody who is an educator and to see him do this at, at this time like yeah that's kind of yeah, man. I don't have his tweet yeah, pulled up, but to paraphrase, he basically said, we lost uh, 34 people to horrific gun crime, but just for perspective, every 24 hours we lose 400 to this, you know, whatever this is, that, the other. And it's yeah. like sometimes mm-hmm. uh, people's uh, emotional response is what drives their opinion. I don't know, something like that. Like basically saying, like, yeah. people only care about the shootings because of the emotion. It's like, yeah, no, we lose 400 people to a car accident, but that's not malicious intent. That's not someone driving a car into 400 people, you dumb fuck. Like, just keep talking about yeah. space, you stupid shithead. <laughs> like, <laughs> No one cares about your old-ass opinion about anything other than shit you're smart about. So shut yeah. up. And Smash Mouth told him. <laughs> they said, fuck you. <laughs> There's your data. Because <laughs> he basically said, like... like people's emotions are outweighing real statistics and data and it's like yeah no one was arguing that more people die to you know gun crimes uh, or you know mass shootings in a day than anything else you fucking idiot i don't know and i like ndg like i used to really look up to him but he's had some uh, issues he's got like sexual assault uh allegations on him all kinds of stuff and then he comes fucking open his stupid lips about this like just shut up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's move on from that because I just ended myself up on uh, DonaldJTrump.com and uh, I was trying <laughs> to find a donut, uh, a donate button on there, but you know I see it on all the video game sites, but not on his site. You, you can know, buy a Trump so. straw. You can them red hats. Why I can. Them red hats. I can. I could get a manga hat. America you know. great again. <laughs> but. Anyway, we'll get off his politics. That's not what this is. Dude, it's not yeah. the form. Can sure. we make but, um, wait, can we make a product for nerds, the podcast, and it's just a MAGA hat, but it says manga on the on the front and then the back says <laughs> manga, 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 manga. <laughs> we could make a manga hat and just say uh, make nerds great again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um Anyway, so uh, free games this month uh, from PlayStation Plus is uh, Sniper Elite 4. That's the like World War II style um, shooter. Anyone play it? Anyone follow the series? Probably not. Hail not to the no. <laughs> that does, um, those games lead to violence, okay? They do. They yeah, do. They so that's why we're going to hand them out this month uh, for free <laughs> games on PlayStation Plus. Ooh, dude. <laughs> I would not be surprised if they 
change that out, honestly. Yeah, me neither. Um, but then again, it's like a soldier, so it's okay to do it in the name of the army. But yeah, anyway, someone made a good uh, point that the duty's catching fire um, behind some of this stuff. So like they always they do. Yeah, man, but, but they'll man. never they'll never stop making those military shooters because it drives up kids to go to the military. Oh, yeah. If not, it's then... like, dude, a Call of Duty edition Jeep. Think about how crazy that is. Mm. It's crazy that someone fucking bought one. <laughs> no, it, uh, <laughs> real, t- real talk. They need to do the uh, Call of Duty edition Camaro because that's uh, that's what a lot of people sign up uh, for the army for in order to uh, get their new Camaro. Wait, they get a Camaro? Yeah, it's about the same uh, as a signing bonus. Oh. That's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the other game is Wipeout Omega Collection, uh, the classic Wipeout game. Uh, so the fast kind of on the on the rails. Finally. <laughs> yep. So those are the two games uh, out uh, for uh, PS Plus this month. Um, so we'll get out into the Netflix news. Yeah. Speaking uh, of out, uh, the OA is out. <laughs> Got canceled. <yeah. laughs> Netflix's Dude, rule is they. I'm they, sorry. Can you hit the shut it down drop? Hold on. (laughs) The fucking thing just locked itself too. Right as you. Uh, Go ahead. We'll wait. Don't worry. (laughs) Shut it down. Shut it down. I I thought the OA season one was good up until the last episode. Then I thought it was the greatest joke I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. it. It was funny. So spoilers for do you want to, I'm not gonna spoil it if you, you plan on watching. Oh, I don't care. But it's been out there, so I thought I could spoil it. So the whole thing is this weird, trippy thing of this girl who basically like apparently she went to the other side. You know, when you die, the afterlife. And this scientist guy is like trying to find this afterlife, right? So then she enraptures these kids because she was missing for a long time. She comes back, boom, everybody's like, Whoa, she's back, blah, blah, blah. A bunch of kids find it interesting. And they're like listening to her tell her story of like how she was captured and experimented on. She went into the other. And it's actually pretty interesting. It was good. Until the very end. Because what she teaches the kids is a number of dance moves that apparently if you do these certain dances, these certain movements, she calls them movements, they like unlock a way into the afterlife, Right. (laughs) <laughs> the very last that episode, sounds like Power Rangers, like when they do their moves. But wait, wait, it gets better. It gets better. The very last episode, they're in school, and a school shooter approaches, comes okay. into the school, is guns out and everything, like, oh my God. And everybody's freaking out, but the kids look at each other and they start doing the dances in front of the school shooter. Now the school shooter stops and is like, what the fuck is going on? And he stops in confusion long enough for somebody to tackle him, and they end up saving the school from these dance moves. And that's how it ends. <laughs> and it's like, what? <laughs> and it was the funniest shit I've ever seen because they kind of leave it off like she's a crazy person. Like, she didn't actually go to the afterlife, but she was on this mission to teach him these dance moves because <laughs> fate knew that this school shooter was going to come and them doing these dance moves was going to stop the shooting. Now, maybe I misunderstood the whole season. Please somebody correct me and tell me what it actually means. Oh my but God. that's what I saw out of season one. And I was like, this shit is nonsense. 
I was bait, line, and hooked on this show until the very end, and you did that? Now, I laughed because I saw it as the greatest punchline I've ever seen. But I don't, I don't know. So I'm not surprised it's done. Maybe it's like you said. Maybe she just knew that that would stop it, you know? Maybe it's nothing There's more than that. There's other ways to stop a school shooter than just dancing for him. Did you he literally just danced, and it distracted him enough for somebody to tackle him. Did like, you? What are we doing? We're in a. You're bringing me into a world where I'm looking at the afterlife. I'm looking at what's there to be afterwards, and like all this kind of trippy, interesting shit. And it culminates to stopping a school shooter by dancing in front of him to distract him. I don't know, man. Like, maybe I missed something. But that shit was hilarious. <laughs> well, don't tell our government that because they're going to use it as uh, training. So. <laughs> The five right. movements, dude. <laughs> anyway, on to the next news. Uh, a little bit came out of Evo where uh, SNK was showing a Samurai Showdown uh, D- DLC trailer uh, about what's coming up, you know, until the end of the year where they got new uh, characters every month until the end of the year and a couple free characters uh, for Samurai Showdown. And then at the end, they um, they gave just an announcement saying that King of Fighters 15 is now in development. Yeah, cool, man. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, when's the last King of Fighters that's been out? 14? And yeah, no. 14 a couple of years long. ago, but I mean, that's that's uh, that's huge Evo news, you know, coming from your Evo guys. I'm more into so, emo news. Yeah. <laughs> emo 2019. Uh, yeah, so I I don't know. I mean, I Samurai Showdown's graphics look cool. And I was oh, it looks liked, awesome. That game looks awesome. I always like the designs. I just don't really care about fighting games. Like, yeah, well, I don't care about RPGs, dude. You know? <laughs> Whatever, dude. I didn't even talk about how I've been playing Dark Souls 2. Oh, good. And you didn't even talk about how you picked up that sweet special edition. Oh, shit. I, I did pick up a collector's edition, edition of, don't care. of Dark nope. Souls 1 when we were in <laughs> North Carolina. <laughs> Random game store had it, and I was like, Keith was there, like, let me see if I can get some N64 games off the list. And I look up behind the mm-hmm. counter, I'm like, uh, is that Dark Souls Collector's Edition for the first game? He's like, yeah, dude. And it was 60 bucks. I was like, uh, yeah, I'm about to buy that, so uh, go ahead and take that no, down. No, it, it was cheaper than that. It, it wasn't 60 I think it was like 40 Oh, no, right? it was 30 bucks. Yeah, it was cheaper. It was cheap mm. because sixty, nice. you would have kind of flinched that a little bit. Yeah, no, they had Demon Souls uh, Collector's Edition oh, for sixty, which I did not buy because that's just the same. It's just a mm. game in a card, like a bigger cardboard uh, box with a guide in it, so I didn't want it. But Dark Souls Collector's Edition had the game and everything. It's all original, so that's great. I just have to clean some gunk off it. Dude, so we actually got lucky, too, because after we left there, we kind of just heading back to our Airbnb, and I looked to the right, and what we see, like, Joe, Joe's Joe's ga- Joe's Game Shop. Game, yeah, like Joe's Game Shop in uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina, and, like, it was, like, behind, like, a road that was getting worked on. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm just going to check this out and see what this is. Uh, we go inside, and... Um, and it's it's like a arcade repair shop. I mean, Aaron, how many arcade machines do you think the guy had? Uh, so up front, yeah, there was probably 20 in the front of the shop. And then in the back, we could see even more being worked on. 
Yeah, so uh, we went through all the games and like I'm a you know I'm, and they had all the basic stuff and nothing crazy like when it comes to like the video game console stuff that kind of stood out to me. I, I would have bought Spider Man Two for PS Two uh, because I don't own it. I have it for GameCube. But I can't stand it playing that game on GameCube. And then I noticed these black little boxes <laughs> in the corner. And I'm down there, and I'm, like, looking at them. And I'm looking at them hard. And, like, I know that they're uh, Neo Geo MVS for the arcade machine, right? And I'm just staring at them. And I'm like, fuck, I can't read that last one. And and sure enough, I go, hey, man, um, you know, can can I see the, the, the last game uh, that's there? He goes, yeah, no problem. He goes, oh, it's Cyberlip. Well, Cyberlip is kind of a rare game to find for MBS. Uh, you know, even rare for the AES, which is the Neo Geo home console. But um, but super rare on, on the MBS. And they had it for, what, 60 bucks or 70 bucks? Yeah, I think it was 60 So I did the old trick of, like, taking a look at, uh, like, just, like, some other games, like Top Players Golf uh baseball stars professionals just ones i had to like get off my list that were like 20 bucks each because you never see these games kind of out in the wild uh and uh yeah picked up uh cyber whip for 70 bucks super stoked on that and the guy Uh, had the sleeves or like the arcade inserts like the well i started to leave and then you were showing me where that they were selling the marquees like just the normal arcade marquees and then they had the instruction book. And then from there, I'm like, wait, let me ask this guy if he has the uh, marquee inserts. For like the Neo Geo, you, it's actually like these like little tiny cards that you slide in and out and they're translucent. So, you know, the light goes through them. Um, and he had all the cards for all the games that I bought. And he let me buy more at, at like, what, three bucks each? Yeah. So, killer deal, man. It was freaking awesome. It was a it, that that was a really good find uh, for both of us, you know, back to back. And then we thought that we were going to go to a new game store, but we got so turned around that we ended up back uh, at that uh, that Dark Souls store like a different day, where I, I had it mapped out that that was like a new game store, but yeah. it was the same store that <laughs> Aaron got the Dark Souls at. I'm like, well, that didn't work. Yeah, it was pretty um, cool. Okay, that's as it was cool. They were both really cool stores. Speaking of cool stores, uh, coming up in the UK for all our UK friends, uh, the UK is getting a Poké Center in October, uh, but it'll only be around for about four weeks. The pop-up store will sell a range of like Pokemon merch, including exclusive UK-themed products designed to celebrate uh, the UK's role in the, inspiring the new region, Galar, uh, for the game coming up, Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield. So that store is going to be open from around uh, October 18th to november 15th uh of this year the pokemon center um it opens its doors at shepherd's bush branch in westfield uh, sorry shepherd bush bush branch of westfield in london um and aaron i put like a little uh they came out with the logo yeah which is like pokemon center like with the london font and it has pikachu (laughs) and like a little uh bowler hat like suit yeah bowler hat and a psyduck umbrella (laughs) pretty cool yeah i would love to go it would be an interesting thing just to get in there you know oh i would love to go to like a real pokey center i like you know we we have the nintendo store in uh in new york city 
um, and they count that as like a pokey center sometimes. But I would love to go like to a real one. Um, even though I'm not like a super Pokemon fan, like Mears or, I mean, you're you probably played more of the games than I have, but just to go and check it out. Tbh, uh, I'd just like to go to London though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like to go to France. <laughs> what? You want to go to his underpants? Want <laughs> to go in his underpants? Uh, um. So, last bit of news we got, and then I'm off to Betty Boys. Uh, Respawn teases behind the scenes work uh, with mocap suits, where they showed on Twitter the other day uh, their staff wearing the mocap suits, and it is rumored to be for a new character for Apex Legend. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't care about the last new one they made with the stupid like gates. Like, I don't understand why anyone would care about her. Yeah, I mean, if you want to like get to the end there and kind of had a gate, I don't know. I, 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 I it doesn't make sense. It's like an aggressive game. You shoot people. Like, I don't understand why you'd want to like hold up with some fucking gates that just tell you people walk through them basically because they just slow you down a little bit. That's it. Oh, I thought they, I thought they shock you and kill you. Mm-mm. Oh, then fuck that. Yeah, I mean, they I, just slow you down. Yeah, so I was like avoiding them when I was playing, um, because I thought they would kill you. Uh, so now that I know that, fuck that. I'll just walk through it and then heal myself on the other side. Exactly. I mean, I could see where like a strategy wise, like you know, the map is shrinking. Put up a gate so no one could come through here and they'll end up dying later on. I get that, but you don't get the kill for that death you know what i mean yeah i don't know it just for me it's it's wasted uh but you got the speedy guy with the legs you love him dude octane's the shit octane yeah he's he's like he's my main now uh he's so fast and i have a really cool uh i have a really cool skin for him that i got because i ended up with a bunch of uh coins or whatever to buy stuff so but Getting into the meat and potatoes of the episode, uh, I'm going to bow out because I haven't seen all of it. Uh, but so far, um, for the boys, I'm loving it. I'm loving the gore. I'm loving it as, like, you know, uh, like, you know, the parent superhero uh, show. Um, the character build is really nice. Uh, the real life um, kind of uh, scenarios is really cool with adding in uh, superhero elements to it. Um, but those are some of the things that I really, really like, and I look forward to kind of completing this season. Um, does it leave it open for like another season after? Oh, dude. Yeah. The ending oh, is yeah. the one thing. It's just so open-ended. It doesn't really end the yeah. story, but it's already confirmed for season two. So That's awesome. So, I mean, yeah. we're getting a little spoiled now with like uh, the superhero stuff because um, we have what with the Watchmen show coming on, too uh hbo which looks pretty good we're gonna mm-hmm. give that a shot and a review probably talk about it mm-hmm. but um i mean it's all about you know that rated r superhero theme i love it dude i yeah. homelander slicing people up with his eyeballs is super good just wait till like i think episode three or four man like it's four. I mean the whole the whole season, but like the one with the I'm just gonna say the plane. That's it. Yeah. That's it. It's not a spoiler. It's, it's just, four. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just just watch it. Go ahead and watch just, it. Have fun. It's good. So is this kind of like uh like 
Homelander uh, is what's that movie that just came out where it's like if if uh, Superman was like a kid and he was bad. oh Brightburn. Yeah, it's uh, not exactly that. No, I wouldn't call it that. I mean, he's definitely not a, a good guy, but I wouldn't say he's just he's bad, but he's he's not like like um, like I guess how Brightburn was portraying that kid. Like he's just angry because like, because think about it. He works for a corporation. At the end of the day, there is some kind of goal in mind to be like, you know, keeping business going, working for something like, again, I don't want to get too far into it because it'll spoil some things. So it's really something you should watch. He, he's kind of of that essence of the Brightburn Superman, but but not quite. OK, I think. Well, look forward to it. Um, I'll come back and listen to the episode. But Seth, thank you for uh, for joining and jumping in where I where I can't. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Well, enjoy. Aaron, uh, remember, I'm going to tell you only once. Uh, you need to, at the end of the show, you need to plug our social media and you need to plug our <laughs> friends podcast and say goodbye to everyone. Okay. Goodbye to you, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> think Later, you, guys. Know, you think you know so much. Bye. All right. Anyways, so now we can go. He fucking hung up that little bitch. All uh, right, good. That cheating bitch. Wait, are we starting there? <laughs> <laughs> um, man, it uh, so so. Oh, man. Do you think I, I'm gonna just jump right in? Do you think that she fucked Homelander on purpose, or is it rape? It's rape. I I'm gonna say. I mean, I don't. I I I, I think it's on purpose. I think it's consensual. I believe it's consensual. Mm, I don't know because. It, you can see that, uh, like they had, a, we get a little flashback of their conversation, um, 